ஸ்லோலி Out of the gravel there are peonies growing. They come up through the loose grey pebbles, their buds testing the air like snails' eyes, then swelling and opening. Huge dark red flowers all shining and glossy like satin. Then they burst and fall to the ground. In the one instant before they come apart, they're like the peonies in the front garden of Mr. Kinyar's. That first day only those were white nancy was cutting them she wore a pale dress with pink rosebuds and a triple flounce skirt and a straw bonnet that hid her face she carried a flat basket to put the flowers in she bent from the hips like a lady holding her waist straight when she heard us and turned to look she put her hand up to her throat as if startled i tucked my head down while i walked keeping step with the rest eyes lowered silently two by two around the yard inside the square made by the high stone walls my hands are clasped in front of me they are chapped the knuckles reddened i can't remember a time when they were not like that the toes of my shoes go in and out under the hem of my skirt blue and white blue and white crunching on the pathway These shoes fit me better than any I've ever had before. It's 1851. I'll be 24 years old next birthday. I've been shut up in here since the age of 16. I am a model prisoner and give no trouble. That's what the governor's wife says. I have overheard her saying it. I'm skilled at overhearing. If I'm good enough and quiet enough, perhaps after all they will let me go. But it's not easy being quiet and good. It's like hanging on to the edge of the bridge when you've already fallen over. You don't seem to be moving, just dangling there. And yet it is taking all your strength. I watch the peonies out of the corner of my eyes. I know they shouldn't be here. It's April. And peonies don't bloom in April. There are three more now, right in front of me, growing out of the path itself. Furiously I reach out my hand to touch one. It has a dry feel and I realize it's made of cloth. Then up ahead I see Nancy on her knees with her hair fallen over and the blood running down into her eyes. Around her neck is a white cotton kerchief printed with blue flowers, love in a mist. It's mine. She's lifting up her face. She's holding out her hand for me to mercy. In her ears are the little golden earrings i used to envy but i no longer begrudge them nancy can keep them because this time it will be all different this time i will run to help i will lift her up and wipe away the blood with my skirt i will tear a bandage from my petticoat and none of it will have happened mr kinier will come home in the afternoon he will ride up the driveway and mr and mcdermott will take the horse 
and Mr. Kinnear will go into the parlor and I will make him some coffee. And Nancy will take it to him on the tray the way she likes to do. And he will say, what good coffee? And at night, the fireflies will come out in the orchard and there will be music by lamplight. Jamie Walsh, the boy with the flute. I'm almost up to Nancy to where she is kneeling, but I do not break step. I do not run. I keep on walking, two by two. And then Nancy smiles, only the mouth. Her eyes are hidden by the blood and hair, and then she scatters into patches of colors, a drift of red cloth petals across the stones. I put my hands over my eyes because it's dark suddenly, and a man is standing there with a candle, blocking the stairs that go up, and the cellar walls are all around me, and I know I will never get out. This is what I told Dr. Jordan when we came to that part of the story. Okay, so that was the reading for today. Now let's move on to the lit matchmaking part. So for today's matchmaking, I have a reader called Dhara who wants to read a story where the setting is an important part of the book. It is a character in itself and her last read was Red Scrolls of Magic, which she loved because it was great adventure and the story developed a great bond between the characters. Based on your answers, Dara, I have a few suggestions for you. For the setting being important part, I think you like the Dutch house. As the name suggests, the setting of the book is the Dutch house. Everything revolves around it, and yet it doesn't. And the book has this great bonding of siblings over the years, which I personally loved. But it doesn't have a lot of adventure, the one kind of you're seeking. But if you want adventure, then maybe you will like Deadly Education by Naomi Novak. The book is set in a school. So here we have our setting. The students who once entered the school can't leave it until graduation. And even then there is no telling if they will make it out alive. And there are dangers lurking in every corner of the school and there's no protection at all. The students have to be on their toes all the time, even while sleeping. So it makes up quite for the adventure and the protagonist is able to develop a good bond too. What I liked the best about the book was its narration and uh, I think you will like it too. It's so relatable. So give it a try and if you can let me know and I will see you on Forgotten Fridays and tell you about the book that I just read from. Bye!